Welcome back to this episode of the Shooting Bricks podcast. And man, does that feel good? Does that feel good, Dre? It, it definitely does. I missed that theme song, and I know all y'all listening missed it too. Yeah. Wow, we're back. We are back. Yeah. It's been. I missed that that catchphrase too. We're back, or welcome back, or whatever it was. Who knows? It's been a while. We're back, and. It's been uh, it's been a very eventful couple couple months. It's been I think almost a year since the last time we did something like this. Maybe even more than a year. And we're gonna do something a little bit different. You know, typically we talk about sports news. We talk about everything that's going on in the NBA world, and we still are. Don't get me wrong, we still are. But tonight we're focusing on something a little bit more down. That's that's gonna hit us where it hurts. And I'm talking about this, all of a sudden, this giant debate between Steph Curry and Magic Johnson for who the greatest point guard of all time is. I mean, it's... I'm going to be as as unbiased as possible, but gee, thoughts before we get into into this conversation? I mean, that's what the people are here for. This is, this is a debate. Uh, I'm pretty sure we got a lot of fans, a lot of basketball heads, those that are casual, that got arguments from both sides, and we're presenting that product for y'all. So hopefully y'all can sound off in the chat when we post this, sound off on the comments, and let us know. We might even just do a poll to see what the shooting bricks, the brickers, I don't know what to call y'all, that probably sounds bad, but what y'all think? Yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready to discuss this. All right, man, well, without further ado, whatever right curry versus magic who you got um it, Come on, it, you, you know me i'm i'm a lakers fan yeah <laughs> so I do. i'm a little bit i'm a little biased here uh but i'm going to i'm going to have to roll with magic johnson uh, as the goat point guard uh, the greatest of all time at the point guard position he he holds that number one spot for me what about you well, I'm kind of curious. What about it? I mean, I'll get into my ra- rationale in a little bit, but what about what about him? Was it his style of play? Was it obviously the accolades, which you know, it's it speaks for itself, right? Super short career, all things considered, but the accolades in that time. I mean, is it that? Is it just his impact on the game as a whole? Like, what? Why is he the goat PG in your opinion? Well, I. I believe it's a combination of a lot of the things that you just listed, uh, the accolades, the stats, even though I know that we like to get into arguments about stats. Um, when we ever, when, whenever we talk about the GOAT or positioning as far as uh, best players of all time, whatever position they are, I like to always factor in iconic moments as well. Um, and Magic Johnson has some that, you know, it's a fairy tale, uh, specifically entering in the league and just making such a huge impact off the jump, off the rip. Um, if for all of you that don't know, Magic Johnson, number one overall pick, 1979, uh, you know, fresh out of Michigan and leads leads his team with Kareem, of course, to the NBA Finals. And then without the greatest center of all time, steps into that starting center position as a point guard um, and helps solidify his legacy from his rookie year by winning that finals MVP. So that's just iconic in itself. Like that's unheard of. Um, And I'm not basing his goat, you know, legacy on just that moment, but that, 
that that gives me the edge over Curry. Like, it, I'm I I want to do a little comparison here. It's 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 much like Tim Duncan. We don't talk about okay. him a lot, if but ever. To make yeah, but to make an impact off the jump, Tim Duncan was a all star, if not all NBA player, twenty and ten guy his first season and made an impact his first season. So just to give that, just to come in, take on that weight and be able to lead the team to the promised land, very iconic. And to do it within your first season. So that's one big moment. That's one big thing. One that iconicness. Magic Johnson has that for me. And I, not a lot of point guards have that. Okay. And I feel like that makes sense in the grand scheme of his entire, you know, his entire career, because it's, I guess the best way to describe him, it's like it's like Icarus, right? Because he flew too close to the sun. He was he himself was this big ray of sunshine, but then he flew too close to the proverbial sun, and then he was gone, right? Like not saying he, you know, whatever, right? But there was some things that, you know, he was a larger than life superstar, and he showcased it both on and off the floor. And you know, if he was to have that sustainability for a long time, there would be no question about this. But because he wasn't, you know, and Steph Curry is doing what he's doing right now at 35, I feel like he does have a case. You know, like we can talk about accolades and stuff. And all that's great. But for me, I guess you talk about iconic moments. Like if you look at every year from, let's say, starting from 2013, right? There seems to be a Curry moment that everyone remembers, right? Be it playoffs or or regular season, whatever have you. In 2013, he dropped, what, 54 in the Garden? Like, 2013, 2014, he did that. 2015, he wins his first championship. 2016, 73 wins. 2017, wins another one. 2018, wins another one. 2018, you know... It's, you know, it, it is a thing like the That's kind of like the shift in his career to this more mature kind of like the Tim Duncan, where it's just like, I'm just going to go to work every day. And yet, as even, you know, he's 35, he's still producing those moments, right? Like, you know, a couple years ago, he was, I think, the oldest player to drop 60 something points against the Trailblazers, like in the 2020 21 season i think it was yeah and then the following year another championship right is it specifically the trailblazers yeah because i remember uh the dame i think was saying some some stuff to curry like he was like saying oh you know curry is kind of like on the downswing it's you know it's our turn now the trailblazers you know watch out for us and then curry i think drops 62 60 62 something crazy like that it was a time when there were no fans and, you know, it would have been great to see that place pop in, but, you know, Chase Center, I mean, but it is what it is. And then, like I said, Curry wins the championship in 2022. And then last year at 35, he drops a 50 piece in game seven of a playoff game, which had never been done before until Jason Tatum, right? Beat that? I believe so. Yeah. So no matter how you look at it, you'll always remember Curry for doing something every year. And I think it's that longevity, irregardless of the accolades, that makes him have such a, a strong argument. Like let's say let's say Curry wins another championship in the next five years, right? Because he can play until he's forty, maybe forty-three. 
Would he overtake Magic, stats aside, as the greatest point guard of all time? Curry has four rings, right? Yeah. Well, he's matching Magic. Uh, so uh, I get your piece. I get your piece. Longevity definitely plays a factor. And I'm not taking away from Curry. And I feel like those are moments. But I don't feel like everything that you listed was iconic. The 73 wins, iconic for a season, yet that was a collective effort. That's not just Curry. Curry breaking the record for threes, like all time, regular season, those iconic for the season. Definitely feel it. That 50 burger, that 50 piece, um, definitely an iconic moment. And I started off with Magic Johnson. I just mentioned one iconic moment, rookie season. That's not to mm -hmm. mention throughout his entire career. Um within a decade, five championships, you know, five championships and not as the number two, not as the number three, numero uno. Now, Kareem, I'm not taking away from Kareem. Definitely, definitely not taking away from Kareem. But as soon as Magic got on and we can we can take a look at winning time, that was his team. Showtime Lakers is because Magic Johnson came into town and I have to say it's still a debate. Even if Curry wins a championship, five within five years from now it's still a debate for me uh but i do give that edge longevity definitely if magic johnson was let's not even get into all that he would have he probably would have never retired but right. let's talk about point guards in the sense of transforming the game and okay. i don't think Le lebron james <laughs> i don't think magic johnson gets enough credit for transforming the game when we look at it we, th sure. we think about the showtime lakers look at the up beat pace of the game it took magic johnson to come into the league as the 6'9 220 point guard running up and down the court we all see the gif we see the yeah we see the passes to transform the game to a little bit more up tempo to make transition basketball uh oh did i get kicked out no oh make transition basketball fun uh get okay. out Get to the break. Let's get some dunks. Let's let's make it worthwhile. And I have to give credit for Magic Johnson for that. I, I think him and, you know, the Showtime Lakers, I'm not going to just give it all on Magic, but I believe that that is um, a part of, you know, being that GOAT point guard. Because look at how up-tempo the game is now. Everybody wants to get on the break. But in the same and the contrary, at the same time, you look at Stephen Curry, and he transformed the game as well with three-point shooting. Um, so now it's like a mixture, right? Because everybody wants to get out of the break and not necessarily always get the dunks. Now they want to get the threes. So that's also up for debate. I, I think uh, Magic Johnson transformed the game. Um, and yeah, what, what what about you? What do you have to say in regards to, you know, how Curry transformed the game? Definitely transformed the game. The main thing for me is that it's interesting. You, you mentioned transforming the game. I saw a very interesting tweet from Nick Wright, and he posted, or X, whatever you want to call it, he X'd online, whatever, I, I don't know, whatever Twitter is now, whatever you do when you write something on that platform and then you post it, whatever that, wh whatever that's called, he did that, but he posited that throughout, you know, when was the last time Magic played? 1996, right? Because he came back, um, he had that little stint with the Lakers, like 32 games or whatever, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. So he did that, 
And that's probably the last time he played. And Curry is still playing right now. Nick Wright said that there hasn't been a magic, but there's already a Steph Curry. Hmm. Really? I don't get that. Because there is no magic, obviously. And there is no... There's no other Steph Curry. And you can say, oh, yeah, you know, Trey Young, Dame Lillard, whatever. But no. Like, what do you think about that that thought process? I mean, there's always going to be comparisons, right? When we look at Magic Johnson, we think there's the tale that LeBron James is more like Magic Johnson and Luka Doncic is more like Magic Johnson. And then, like you said, Steph, Steph Curry, uh, Trey Young. Um, I even sent you a DM with them working out together. Yeah. Uh, but no, <laughs> there is no Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, I'm going to just go off the basis of stats. There's nobody playmaking like Magic Johnson. Like, uh, There's nobody getting these assists like Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson is in, in another stratosphere when it comes to point guards. Uh, and I believe Curry... Curry is the same. It's different because I'm not Trey Young. Trey Young. Trey Young started off better than Curry, and he plays a different game. He he facilitates because of more. Curry, yeah. Uh, and Curry is more of a scorer. I don't think I think Curry is a <sighs> Magic Johnson is a ball dominant guard. I'm gonna get the ball moving, but I'm going to finish this play. I'm going to hmm. set this player up so well that he should not think of passing his ball. You either going to shoot that mother sucker or you're going to lay it up, dunk it because I'm Magic Johnson. Curry, I'm going to give the ball up because I know that the ball is either going to come back to me and I could do one of two things. I could do one of three things. I could do one of five things because I'm including triple threat, triple <laughs> threat, pass, dribble, shoot. Right. But also dribble to get to a shot or dribble to get to a pass or dribble to get to regardless, whatever the tree is. That's what Curry's going to do. Curry's yeah. going to try to find a way to score, but it's shoot first, pass second. I might make a hockey assist. When I look at Trey Young, I guess because he was shooting threes, but like 25 feet. So anybody that shoots threes beyond the three point line, oh, it's Curry. Kobe will shoot the, tra- the shot. In the trash can, when you shoot a yeah. three, oh, you think you curry. So I think it's a little two different games. I could see like movements, Trey Young uh, navigating, you know, ball screens and whatnot. But I feel like Trey Young is more ball dominant. So I don't, with that, you, he's not curry. Yeah. And going back to the point of transforming the game, right? Like for a time, there, you know, look at, look at the time when, uh, when Magic played, and then look at the big guards that came into the league, or just big players that are able to pass, right? Like, mm-hmm. first one comes to mind, Penny. Definitely. Penny, Penny was that was that dude. And then if you want to extend it a little bit further, not as good as a, of a passer, but just you know, generally a more kind of like well-rounded player, Grant Hill, right? Definitely. And then. You scoot on over, and then LeBron comes in in 20, 2003. And I think the comparisons of Magic and LeBron, those are probably the most apt. And then now you look at Luka, who is probably, arguably, maybe the most similar to Magic at this point. Because what? 
they're big ish guards that will look to to pass it off first. Yeah. And that's 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 impact. And we're not even factoring in like wing players. We're, we're factoring in wing players, but we're not even factoring in just bigs in general. That's because of magic. Chris Weber yeah. was a point forward. Lamar Odom, point forward. Demonta so, Sabonis. So that's Five because country. of magic. Magic is one probably the 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 biggest factor in anybody over six foot, <laughs> six foot one, maybe six three, dribbling the ball. <laughs> okay. Maybe not that short, but you, you get what I'm trying to say. I guess uh small forward sizes to uh center sizes, dribbling the ball. Yeah. Um and, and I just wanted to note four years. Magic Johnson didn't play basketball. Uh, if we're not counting the Olympics, 92, three years, he comes back, looks all out of shape. And then that yeah. final season before the Lakers draft, the greatest Laker of all time, Mr. Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson still in 30 minutes, 32 games, averages 14 points, 6.9 assists. Nice. And 5.7 nice. rebounds. So just to see, I, I don't want to say what ifs, but the impact, like they, the impact, while not being not playing competitive basketball for three years and still being able to produce those kind of numbers, saying something, saying something yeah. to his longevity, um, and saying something towards him as a player and his greatness. Because if he was garbage, he would have came back and wouldn't have produced. So just want yeah. to throw that out there. Definitely and, all around player. Yeah, and you know, similarly, it's. If if it wasn't for Curry, right, this whole three point revolution would have never happened. Now teams are taking up more or sh- shooting more threes. Whether that's good or bad remains to be seen. Obviously, some teams are just shooting it just to shoot it. But it's one of those situations where you have to understand that Curry, in his own right, changed the game of basketball. Right, we won't see the two the two towers down in the paint anymore. We're gonna see four four out one in or five out sets now because of Stephen Curry. Like it's, is it fair to say that right now, if you can't shoot as a big, at least in the mid range extended, you don't have a spot in the NBA. It's tougher. You still need those rim runners, uh, paint protectors, rebounders. If you, you have to be, very serviceable, mm-hmm. very serviceable in another one or two areas, but yeah. it's very it's it's difficult. Uh, yeah, look at Jalil Jalil Okafor. Yeah, because I was looking at uh, Robert Williams has been practicing his threes, right? Rudy Gobert. Ugh, I and just saw his shot mechanics in my head. Sorry. Yeah, he was practicing. <laughs> it doesn't look good, but you know what? He was making it and. Let's hope he never tries that. But, like, I mean, even if you look at uh, Big Vic, right, down in San Antonio, he's taken one-legged three-pointers. He has that in his toolbox, toolkit, whatever you want to call it. He can Ain't happen in NBA. I mean, it's not just that, right? But the yeah. fact that he's taken threes, mm-hmm. that's what's most impressive. It's, and before, you know, a seven-foot-four, seven-foot-five big you know, go in the paint, dominate down low, be sh- be Sean, you know, Sean, whatever, Sean, Sean Bradley, Bradley. Yeah. Mink. 
Yeah, I mean, but Yao Ming had touch. He can like extend. Oh the, yeah, definitely extend the floor. But definitely. like nowadays, it's like, all right, you have to be able to shoot as a big, and it's all because of Curry. And you know, I I don't know if we we talked about this a lot. We talked it's about all because of Curry. Yeah, because so Dirk the whiskey just don't is not. He's just we erased okay. him from NBA history. <laughs> we can if you want to. I mean, you're a Laker fan. That's fine. But no, nah, I'm not. I'm not racing him. But shout I, out I to mean, him I, too, though. Yeah, definitely. But no, I mean, it's it's what Dirk contributed, and it's what Curry contributed, and it just got supercharged, right? And I I think I think Dirk had more of an impact on Bigs wanting to shoot. I think the Suns had. A foundation of what teams wanted to do. Curry took the combination of both, and boom, and super. He tried. made it. Yes, he made it more. Curry combined a lot of things. I think that's 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 what I think. I won't say I, I got to give Dirk his credit. I got to give the Sun some of their credit, but yeah. I feel like Curry did it. Did more iconic things with shooting. He he brought together. A great spot-up shooter, Ray Allen. He bought being able to dribble with the ball, Allen Iverson, and also being able to just shoot from all over the court. Um, yeah. That's what I feel is his iconicness to shooting. And, yeah, that's what I believe. But okay. I got to give that credit. But I'm definitely giving Curry that credit because I, I know Damian Lillard shooting threes from deep, but – Curry, Curry, I think Curry is the one that made this uh, hip cool. Yeah, the uh, like I said, the three point revolution, and yeah. that's kind of like the thing. Also, I wanted to to discuss is that you know his impact, kind of like off the court, but also with the next generation, right? For better or for worse, you know, you could see it, you could see it on Twitter, Instagram, whatever have you. All of these little kids. They do all of these curry moves, dribble moves, whatever, and then they pull from like 35 feet. That's not the best shot. Like, it's really not the best shot. It's probably one of the most horrible shots, but you can't deny that three is better than two. And because of that, little kids are starting to implement that. And more people are starting to implement that, you know, movement, spacey kind of like really high, high torque kind of like. You know, offense was just running, 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 and then shooting, and that's a, that's all Curry. I feel like that's that's his impact. You know, and it's it really, at least for me, ultimately, if depending on what Curry does the next five years, I feel like he can just probably overtake Magic at some point, but. So it's, you're saying he hasn't taken Magic over, overtake overtaking uh, Magic Johnson yet? Then I'm gonna wait to, to see how his career plays out. So because... I need to hear it. I need you to say it, man. <laughs> Who you got? Who is the goat at this moment of time? Who is at the this, goat? If the if their careers ended right now, if Curry's career ended right now, taking everything into account, I'd say Steph. Honestly, uh, okay. Honestly, own, honestly, because own. taking the outside factors like I just mentioned, and everything else, right into one condensable package, it's Curry. 
Like so, yeah. Let, let's take outside forces. Let's take outside stuff too, because all I've been talking about was what's been happening on the court. And let's not to mention, it's not to mention that the all-time assist uh, leader, not total, but average for his career is Magic Johnson. Magic. Just, just, okay. just want to say, just want to put that out there. Point guard. One will call this a point guard. Um, and bro, we're not even talking about his defense. Uh, Magic Johnson was no slouch on the defensive end. I believe he averaged like three steals within his first three seasons or close to it. I think his rookie season, he averaged like 3.4 steals. I got to throw the stats out there. Yeah, I mean, in in total, like their numbers are pretty comparable, right? 24.6 points per game, that's Steph. 19.5 magic. Rebounds, obviously, magic would get more because he's hella taller. Um. But for but for your you know fear thing here, it's Magic has seven point two you know rebounds per game. Steph is four point seven assists. Like you said, Magic eleven point two per game for his career. Steph six point five steals. Steph is one point six. Magic is one point nine, and then blocks per game. It's very much negligible. So it's point yeah. four and point two respectively between Magic and Curry. So I mean, I'll, 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 if it's tough, if I need if I need to run a team, I might I might it's it, I know it's a debate, but I I think I'm going Magic uh, just to run it, just to facilitate, get everybody involved. I know that Magic is going to make sure that happens. But let's talk about the impact um, outside of basketball, since that's a determinant of goat status here. Now, before there was a Michael Jordan, there was a Magic Johnson. No, we know this. Y'all got a shout out to winning time. Uh, but you know that Magic Johnson got offered the Converse deal, uh, which was $100,000 at the time, which is a lot of money in 1979. But he was the golden child for Converse. Him and uh, that guy, number 33, over there in Massachusetts. But anyways, <laughs> uh, let's talk about that. You know, shoe deals. We I know Curry has his Under Armour thing, but Magic also had that. Um and let's just talk about all the business ventures that Magic Johnson has 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 done. I know I don't know who's listening to this, but back in the day, there used to be a Magic Johnson's theaters. Um, and I feel like Magic Johnson just made a lot of impact within the city, L.A. Uh, you got Magic Johnson Enterprises now. Um, and I think it'd be I know it was a hindrance to his career, but I think we would do we wouldn't do justice to not talk about. Um, the sexual transmitted disease that he, you know, contracted, but turned that into more of a positive to, you know, uh, be an advocate and speak on that and, and make a difference, not only in the world when it came to that, but also within the black community and also within the basketball community. Um, and he had to be that advocate. He had to be that face. Um, so when we're talking about impact outside of basketball, uh, Magic Johnson definitely, has that impact and i know some of it might be taboo but he definitely made a difference he definitely turned himself into a businessman shout out to jay-z he's not a businessman he is a businessman you feel me so everybody magic johnson gotta be the debate for the goat talk not only because of his play and stats and accolades which more championships how many mvps he got he's got Finals or regular season? 
Let's go regular season and let's go finals. Regular season, he's got three. Finals, he's got three. So he has more regular season MVPs than Steph Curry, and he has more finals MVPs than Steph Curry. He has more assists uh, leading the league in assists than Steph Curry. Uh, does Steph Curry have a Olympic a gold medal? No, he has a, a FIBA gold medal. Yeah, Magic Johnson got a gold medal. Does Magic did Magic Johnson win in '79? Did he lose to uh, Bird? I think he lost. Yes, uh, Michigan. Uh, not '79. Uh, the college NCAA. Did he win? I think he did. Yeah. NCAA champion. Yep, NCAA champion. Uh, two-time steal leader, <laughs> four-time assist leader, all rookie first team, all NBA second team, nine-time All NBA first team. Two-time All-Star Game MVP, 12-time NBA All-Star. Every every year that this mother sucker was in the league, aside from uh, the year he got injured, three-time MVP, three-time Finals MVP. I believe that's most for a point guard, by the way. Hmm. Um, and five-time NBA champion. Uh, so he three times, if you want to go about it, three times out of the five, he was the best player on his team. Um, just look at that. Not even only at the professional level at the collegiate level into the professional level into the international level um and off the court as well magic johnson is the go he's a good point guard okay well in in response to that right curry went to davidson so obviously it's not the same as what michigan i, I don't want to hear i don't want to hear excuses <laughs> I don't want to hear no. excuses that Magic is taller than him. I don't want to hear excuses about where he. Well, went. You have to. You have to take that Curry into account, is, though. I'm not. We're not okay. So at the same at the same expense, then uh, Magic left wasn't in the NBA. He didn't reach his full potential. He because of the HIV. I'm not going to say that. Let's not discredit. Let's not talk about. I'm not discrediting. Curry. I'm not discrediting. I'm adding that as a point. That's a caveat. It, it, if anything, right? it doesn't need to be a caveat. It needs to be an argument for his goat status. You watched the documentary on Apple TV. I did. And that's what I'm Davidson saying. Like, with all these, all these junkies, all these people, no offense to them. And he led them. But let's yeah, not say like, I'm oh, saying. he went to Davidson. Nah. That's okay. That's what I'm trying to say, right? What I'm trying to say is that look, Curry doesn't have the medal that Magic had. He doesn't have the experiences that Magic had. Because you talk about the Olympics, 1992. Okay, the greatest team of all time. Obviously. If the United States would lose that, that still this, he still got a medal. <laughs> okay, if Curry played on a team in with Kobe Bryant in 2012, right? Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Dwight Howard in his prime, all of these guys, if they joined up, would that medal be the same as the 1992 medal? But he did it. He was worried about his ankles. But I'm. Again, that's what I'm had he done that, right? But he did it. Like I'm not talking about a what he if Magic Johnson would have not gotten HIV, I'm not gonna say I'm that. Just, let's I'm talk just about saying, what's going on. I'm just saying the 90, 1992 medal shouldn't be taken as a highly regarded like accolade because it's like why not? Because okay, you, the, the team the, the Warriors two championships with Kevin Durant. Should not be that should not be highly regarded because y'all had the a thing. super team. 
No, here's the thing. <laughs> because they're playing against the best of the world, and the best of the world didn't even catch up. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look at it, 1992, the average margin of victory was over what? Like over 30 points. Because... And... And the reason for that is the game hadn't evolved yet, right? So if you're putting the best players in the world against teams, against countries that basically didn't have a proper basketball program, you're expected to win. So okay, therefore, so likewise, the two Warriors championships with Kevin Durant should not be counted at Curry's legacy then. Because if the rest of the NBA has not caught up to a super max lout team, I mean, to be fair, LeBron James to win. that too. You're expected to win, but we're not. We're not having a. We're not having a LeBron James goat debate. We're that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. If it should be that way, then okay. The Curry, the two Curry championships with Kevin Durant. That honestly, that should be counted, right? That should be. That, why? Hang if on. the if we can if we can't because count they're playing the against the best players in the world already. The level no, of competition, it's not the level of competition, isn't that great. In 1992, who was the best player outside of Tony Kukoc that you can think Man, of? In 1992. I, I, in 1992, what what was the homeboy from the Nets? Drazen Petrovic. Okay. Yep. There's some more people. Did he play in the, the Did he play in the Olympics? I'm not too sure, but at your at your argument, you're discrediting the 1992 gold medal. It's not a given that the U.S. is going to win. It's not a given. It's one hundred percent a given. It definitely is not a given. Y'all went seventy three and nine and didn't win a championship because it's we're not playing against the best players in the world. Nineteen ninety two, they're playing against who? Aside from Tony Kukoc, like I said, Arvidas Sabonis. Like I, like I said, if you're going to go off of that argument and you're going, you still got to win. You can you can put together a team and you can't expect to win. That's why. When I we had the 2004 that. Olympics, I believe. Yeah, but look at, look at the teams that they were facing. A squad with Manu Ginobili, Luis Scola, and all of those guys. Right? Uh, those guys. All right. And those, there were infinitely more NBA-level talent there than there was in 1992, obviously. But what I'm saying That's, is if you have a team with Michael Jordan, Carl, no, uh, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and all of these guys, you're expected to win. That's all I'm saying. Just just like the Warriors. You're expected to but win. When thing, you have Steph Curry. You have a full lineup of all-stars. You're expected but, to win. The Boston the Celtics expected is, to win when they got uh, the big three. The Miami Heat expected to win when they got their big three. The Golden State Warriors. The 73-9 and nine Warriors get Kevin Durant, a top five, top three, small forward all time, is expected to win. So by those accounts, but, if you're but, going to discredit a gold medal on his accolades, his accomplishments, because Curry didn't participate <laughs> at the Olympic level. I'm, I'm going to discredit the two championships that Curry got. If and it makes you feel better, legacy? go ahead. If it makes you feel better, go ahead. But you're not understanding the fact that the level of competition is so much more different. That's what I'm trying to get at. Oh, the level of competition is always going to change when we're looking at errors. It doesn't yeah. give it an excuse. It doesn't. It doesn't discredit what people have done. Because if that's the case, then the level of competition for the the nineteen seventies to eighties, because it's not the same as now, we can't compare players from back then. That doesn't take away from during that time that that was the best available. That's not. You can't. You can't discredit people for that. You can't. 
you you can't discredit injury. You can't say, oh, because everybody was injured yeah. uh, during the season, that that's the only reason why you won the championship. Oh, because we went to the bubble in Orlando, that's the only reason why the Lakers won the championship. No, you can't do that. Do I, you, you're, you're taking away from – if we're going to go by that standard, then you have to take away something from Curry. Curry cannot be a perfect player. He can't – oh, He's he has not a perfect, perfect resume. Player. So He's if not. you're going to take that away from Magic, you got to take something away from Curry. And that's why okay. I had to take away one, one, if not both them championships, if it's by that standard. Okay. Well, regardless, it just is one of those situations where, okay, Kevin, Kevin Durant just happened to join. Okay, so what? He didn't happen to join. Y'all sought after that man. Yeah, so did like 29 other teams. Nah, but y'all had a plan, ch- man. Just like That Anthony takes Davis away from Curry. Yeah, definitely. But that takes away from Curry's legacy because – he only got one finals MVP. Andre Iguodala and Kevin Durant. Well, in every measure of the game, I've written about this. In every measure of the game, Curry was better than Iguodala in 2015. Okay, there's no way he you shouldn't. got you got to drop that. We got to we got to read that. You got to oh, yeah, let it be known. I man, you got to find it again. But yep, we got to see. We got to read that, man. You can't just be talking about your work and then we people, the people want to read it. Yeah. Oh. I'll look for it. I'll put it somewhere. But, but go go to your point because this was a long-winded we, – we diverged a little bit. We digressed. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But all I'm saying is Curry, he has a long way to go. For me, because of what he's done off the field, off the court, like he's what? Under Armour's main dude. He's inspired millions of kids around the world. I'm sh- Magic did the same thing. It's recency bias, obviously, but – you know, him winning that latest championship. Because aside from him, like, aside from him and Magic, like, who else can compare? Like, no one really, you know? Like, one of the things that I have up here, like, who, aside from those two, like, who else? You you think about Chris Paul and, uh, you know, Isaiah Thomas, like, Isaiah maybe has a, a good choice, but, or good, good kind of, like, way to weave himself in there but like at the same time it's like no not really when you come to think of it because you know if we are if we are discrediting two of curry's rings then yeah he still would be ahead of uh isaiah thomas see that's the thing i'm not discrediting i'm not discrediting his rings i'm not he's he got is just he well, got the two i'm not discrediting the gold medal either um yeah it's tough I think the debate is always going to be out of Curry and Magic uh, right now, and then it's the rest, uh, figuring out that three to five to three to ten spot. But I think the reason why Isaiah gets mentioned, as I'm looking, I'm, I'm pulling up his stats here, uh, I think the reason why he gets mentioned is because he was that leader for that Detroit team um, when having to go against the powerhouses of the Los Angeles Lakers, the Boston Celtics, and then the up-and-coming Michael Jordan. Um, so for him to get, you know, two championships during that time, back to back, be the leader, get a finals MVP, uh, be six, one, um, 12 time all-star an assist leader during the time where you're going up against the greatest point guard of all time, Magic Johnson. Uh, that's what I think he gets the nod there. Uh, but I wouldn't say Isaiah or Zeke is the goat. He's, is this if we're, um, numbering them off, uh, I know you said Chris Paul. We got to throw in Oscar Robinson, uh, Robertson in there. Um, and I like to throw in John Stockton in there. 
too, because he just embodies what a point guard is, but not GOAT debate, but in those top five discussions, top ten, uh, for sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, I would agree. It's it's magic, curry, and the rest. I right now, curry, magic, and then the rest. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's it's an interesting discussion. I feel like with with time, like and also the thing is too, like a lot of a lot of this discourse, it's all fun and games, but something that I'm not liking is how some people on Twitter are like talking about all this mess with Curry and all of these things just so they want to prop up one player, make them that player look better. You know, you've seen the discussions, right? What mess are we talking about? Just in case for the for those listening. Yeah, so they'll say like, oh, you know, Curry, Curry's trash because like you said, the the Kevin Durant championships, like all of these things trying to trying to lower knock him down a peg because of the things that he's done in his career, which you know what? I mean it's it is what it is, right? Like if we did that for every player, like it'd be a lot different, you know? And why not instead of accepting that they're here and enjoying them, like LeBron, right? He's what, thirty nine? He's gonna be Possibly. out of the league. Yeah, he's gonna be out of the league in maybe three years. Instead of like knocking him down, like appreciate what you have, because we live in a in a great time of basketball. Like this is we've seen so many I was watching the uh, the Hall of Fame stuff, and you know it was Dirk, it was Dwayne Wade, Powell, Tony Parker, Becky Hammond, and Greg Popovich, right? Mm-hmm. All people we've seen and watched growing up, and it's like, dang, we definitely lived in the best era of basketball because everyone that we've seen in the league right now, or that will leave the league, is probably going in the Hall of Fame, right? Like Dwight Howard. That's that was a controversial one too. Uh, we might have to get on a pod, another pod for that one. <laughs> yeah, dude. Definitely. Yeah. I still yeah. believe he's a he's a top seventy five talent of all time. But, I agree with you. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just a- appreciate Curry while he's here, just like people appreciated magic while he was there. Because you never know, right? Like, God forbid something happens to Curry. You know, God forbid something happens to Magic. Knock on wood. But like appreciate them while they're here and you know like you like you mentioned with uh with magic all the good work that he's done right like he's the he's the owner of the a part-time owner of the dodgers too right mm-hmm. yeah, i think he just got a uh, partial ownership of another sports team i don't know if it's wnba he's partial yeah. of another team yeah he he's doing great work check. yeah but just to piggyback off of uh, what you were saying, I think part of the the discourse when it um, comes to greats is the haters. Yeah. Uh, and when you really think about it, there's only like one or two players that I feel doesn't get much hate, uh, and one of them is Kareem. Like I don't think nobody nobody hates on Kareem. When you talk about top players, it's like okay, he's the probably the best center. Like you got to give it to him. He has yeah, he, yeah. He, he had every accomplishment. But like every other player is like, oh, debatable, debatable, debatable. Uh so like I was I was a late bloomer when it comes to appreciating LeBron James. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Like I just, you know, fell into the ah hate LeBron because it's Kobe versus <laughs> LeBron. But I, I I've grown to appreciate uh players more and more, um, just just because of love of basketball. And I think one thing that really taught us that, uh, especially is 
the Kobe Bryant situation. Um, so shout out yeah. to the Mama Mamacitas and the Bryant family. And uh, the, tomorrow is Kobe Day birthday and his birthday, and then the following day is Kobe Day eight twenty four. So big shout out to that. Um, I don't know where I was going after that, but I felt like I had something inspirational to say. But I guess we'll save it for another time because yeah. I totally had a brain fart. But shout out to Kobe. Oh, for <laughs> Somehow sure. Somehow we yeah. talking about a goat show. I had to bring in Kobe. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. And you know what? It's, I mean, it's weird segue, but it, I guess it makes sense, right? Like Kobe Day coming up and everything. Like everyone. Magic and Curry included have their own stories of you know Kobe and just the way that he impacted them. So I feel like that's a that's that's fine. That's a it's a weird segue, but we we'll make it work. But um, yeah, no, it's it's stuff like that that you kind of like understand that you know just appreciate them while they're here. Curry's thirty five; he's going to be playing for another five years, maybe six, and just you know he'll be the goat. Un- undoubtedly by then and appreciate him while he's still here because we may have Trey Young but it's not like we're going to enjoy watching Trey Young get all these fouls right because I mean, I'm just saying I'm just saying I didn't say anything <laughs> reaction reaction I didn't say anything I'm just but uh yeah anything else you want to you want to pull up before uh wrap things up here on this special episode of the shooting bricks podcast i mean other than all y'all that's listening i mean be sure to you know like subscribe to the youtube page if y'all watching on the youtube page if you are listening to it on your favorite listening device or platform when it comes to uh podcast make sure to give us that five star review let us know what y'all like let us know in the comments on all our social media platforms because we will be posting this uh who do you have as the goat we want to know we want to have this discussion with y'all um so yeah so again like i said don't forget to subscribe to shooting bricks podcast leave that review on your favorite platform of choice just reiterating that it really helps us out and lastly make sure you follow us at podcast bricks on twitter and at Shooting Bricks Podcast on Instagram and the Shooting Bricks Podcast on YouTube for all the news videos of this episode of the Shooting Bricks Podcast. Wow, you did that better than I I thought you would. Wow. Yeah, you know. I would I would put like a, a round of applause here, but peek behind the curtain. We're still episode. trying to Yeah, we're still trying to figure things out. Don't hate us uh don't hate us audience. We're still trying to figure things out. But yeah, with that being said, you know. We, uh, I have been Jared Castillo. You can find me at Castle of Jays on Twitter. That has been. Uh, it's your boy, Jarrell Sells. Uh, you can find me at Entertainment's Paradise. Yeah. On uh, Instagram. Be sure to go, go, go check that out. Yeah. Be sure to check that out. Be sure to check out everything that G just mentioned. You can see it on the screen here. And we will see you guys next time.